Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when we're courageous in our decision-making. Okay, I have to start this episode off by saying that I am so incredibly excited to share this guest story with you today, and she has a lot to say, so let's get started. Brittany Rodas is running for state representative in the 105th district that sits just outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Brittany is a graduate of Penn State University, a former policy and research analyst, and is a proud mother of two little kids. Okay, now here's the kicker. Brittany is 25 years old. 25 years old! So, that being said, let's get into her story. I asked Brittany to tell me about why she is running for office, and this was her response. I decided to run for office after my dad died last year because he was denied Medicaid over $7. And when he had a heart attack and passed away, I was a policy staffer at the time, working countless hours for the legislature, crafting policy and fighting to have legislation reached the finish line, and because of the partisan politics that are played in Pennsylvania's legislature, it continued to fail on the floor. And when my dad died, and there was such a hardline decision to not approve him for Medicaid, and he had Medicare, he still could not afford the healthcare that he needed. I had a moment where I was like, I cannot go back and serve in the legislature in this capacity just to watch families slip through the cracks. So while it was a really heartbreaking decision, it, was, it came out of a really unfortunate circumstance for my family. I left my job at the house and decided to run so that families wouldn't be falling through the cracks and so that we can finally have some integrity and compassion in our legislature. At the same time that all of this was happening, the House was voting on resolutions that would call for Congress to protect pre-existing conditions and protect Medicaid and Medicare. And my opponent, my legislator at the time, was the only member that was voting against this on the floor. And it was, it was just so eye-opening to me that if my family's falling through the cracks and all these other families that we're fighting so hard for are falling through the cracks, that our system is broken. So I decided to come and enter the race, and it's been an amazing experience since. I, I have two small children. They're five and two. And when I think about what happened to my dad and I think about all the other issues that our legislature is failing us on, like publicly public education funding and environmental issues and, you know, all the things that are going to impact my kids and their kids and their kids, it it's not a job that anybody really wants, I would say, to be in the legislature, but it's something that we need to do. Brittany saw the need for leadership and reform in her district and in this country and stepped up to the plate. I asked her if she had ever imagined that she would be in this position running for office one day, and she told me about her past career plans and the path to this campaign. Yeah, I definitely never imagined that this would be happening. It's all a bit crazy, honestly. I grew up in poverty, so when I was in school, honestly, the only thing that I was thinking about is having a family that has more opportunity than mine did, and I didn't know what that meant growing up. I mean, I always loved being in, involved in the community, and at one point, I considered being a teacher because I, I really relied on education as the only structure that was in my life, so 
I've thought about that career path. When I, when I did decide to go to college, I was going to Penn State and I was originally enrolled in an international relations program. And I was really excited about that. But as I experienced more things in my own life and worked in my community, I realized that the real decisions that have the largest impact are those that are made by our local and state elected officials. So that got me working in policy and I took an internship in the house and started working on policy and I'm like a policy nerd. So I could stay behind the scenes for the rest of my life and be happy if the legislation was getting across the finish line. So it was definitely not a career path I imagined ever having, at least not the public facing one. Once I got involved in the policy and working in the legislature, it was my dream job. It was exactly what I love to do, but now we're doing it in just a different role a different way and I'm excited about it but it's definitely nothing that was planned. Whether Britney's candidacy was planned or not, it's really taken off and gained national attention. Britney has even officially been endorsed by none other than dot 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 drum roll please former President Barack Obama. I asked Britney how it felt when she found out about the endorsement and she told me the behind the scenes story. I, so frankly, we had no idea that it was coming. I was laying in bed and I got a text message from the director of the House Democratic Campaigns Committee. And she, you never really know what to expect when you get a text message from her. So I always get a little bit nervous. And I opened it and it said, President Obama is endorsing you today. Don't tell anyone. And I was like, whoa, this is huge news. And how do I not tell anybody? Like, so the first thing I did is I called Gallery, my campaign manager. And I was like, we're being endorsed by President Obama. I like, I teared up. I got so emotional and I called my husband and like went on this 10 minute diatribe about like, do you remember when I was knocking doors for this man? Now he endorsed me and they said that I'm just this 25 year old girl could never do it. And here we are. So it was honestly the most empowering moment of this entire campaign and something that I never expected to happen, but I'm incredibly grateful for so, as I mentioned before, Brittany is only 25 years old, and for some, that may raise red flags about whether or not she's experienced enough to hold an elected position. I asked Brittany, how do you respond when people criticize your lack of experience? And this is what she told me. Yeah, I love when people do it because, frankly, when it comes to experience, there is no legislator that is more prepared to do this than I am. I have been the boots on the ground for the past five years. I have done the constituent services. I have drafted the policy. I have whipped the votes. I have held the meetings. You know, I did all of it. So legislatively, I mean, I can push back on that any day. You know, it takes about five minutes of policy discussion or discussion about my experience for people to be like, we were wrong. You're right. You're ready for this. But then I also lean on my own personal experiences, right? So I grew up in poverty. I fought to have my chronically ill father covered by insurance. That in and of itself is a life-changing experience just to see the flaws in the system. I've helped families that have been in worse or similar situations. I was a young mother who, thank God I had healthcare when I did, because if I had subpar healthcare, which a lot of us do have, 
I could have been sitting on thousands of dollars of debt from childbirth. And, you know, I lean on those experiences and I think that there's no perfect age to run for office. And the other part of it too, is that it's, if you look at the makeup of our legislature, it is primarily older adults, you know, I'd say 45 and up. We have some young ones now coming in, which is great, but it's not reflective of our districts. It's not reflective of our Commonwealth. And it really puts us as young adults in a position where we don't have a voice in the legislature. And just because I'm younger doesn't mean that I have any less experience than, you know, Joe Schmo, who's 45 does. So I just push back up with my own experience and it doesn't take long for people to realize that their doubt um, isn't going to go very far with me. 2020 has been a tough year for America so far, but stories like Brittany's are actually giving me hope for a much brighter future. I understand that across the country, millions of people are skeptical of their government right now, and they definitely should be. Our government is supposed to represent our interests and keep us safe, which certainly hasn't been the case this year, with the coronavirus pandemic and police brutality being two obvious red flags. Brittany recognized a need for change in this country, and she decided that her best avenue to make a difference was by running for office. I asked Brittany why she decided to run and take this chance, and this was her response. Yeah, so I recognize that there needed to be change in Pennsylvania well over five years ago. I The first time I experienced it was probably when I gave birth to my daughter, and it just changes, it changes your entire life when you become a parent. You start thinking about things that you've never thought about before, and one of those experiences was when I did get a medical bill, and it was just like an issue with the billing. They sent it to me instead of to my insurance company. But I remember having like this, this moment of pure panic. And I'm like, oh my God, what do people do that can't afford this? What happens to them? And then I started talking to other people about it. And so I was inspired by that terrible moment that I had in full panic. But that's why I decided to work for the legislature initially. I saw that there was all these issues that could be fixed in my mind through policy because, you know, you draft a good bill that addresses an issue and then you talk about how to implement it and how to fund it. And that would be the solution. But what I found at the House, and it's no different than I think any other partisan legislature. Pennsylvania has some of the worst partisanship. We have, we've had stalemates in our legislature for decades. It's been very unproductive. So what I found was that I was spending sometimes upwards of 60 hours a week if we were in a busy policy week and legislation was moving, preparing this policy and trying to whip the votes for the caucus and talking to the members and trying to explain to them why this was so important and we'd talk to Democrats, we'd talk to Republicans, and a lot of times they'd be like, oh, but like, where are the stakeholders? Where does the insurance company fall on putting a cap on the price of insulin? Oh, they oppose. Okay, well, we can't do that. So I saw the, the inside, you know, I don't want to use corruption, but the inside influence. And I realized that the reason that my dad ultimately died because he didn't have access to healthcare was because the special interests controlled the insurance market and control the medical market. And because of that, they put profit over people. And I decided that I couldn't like sit back and just watch that anymore. I was already hitting a point in my career where I was very frustrated. I was feeling discouraged by the partisanship and you can only sit back and do as much as you can before you realize that this isn't making the type of change that I need and that I want to see. So at that point, you just have to be courageous and do it because it's a, it's a terrifying decision. Like I left a great paying job that gave me benefits, allowed me to be home with my family. 
to commit 100% of my time to trying to get the public to believe in me. So, yeah, I mean, I think the decision to run was really just based in my own experience and then tragedy, unfortunately, but it was the right decision to make. And finally, at the end of our conversation, I got to ask Brittany the money question. What advice do you most want to share with young people who want to make a change in this country? And these are her words of wisdom. I love that question. I think the best piece of advice that I could share is to just be courageous in whatever decision you make. It doesn't always have to be running for office, right? It can be go speak at that rally. Go go lobby your local elected. And it's it's everything is scary. Once you're out of your comfort zone, it's scary, but you have to lean into the fear because that's the only way that you're going to be able to make real change. And the other piece of advice that I always give young people that want to get involved or young people that want a bright future, but they're not sure how to get there is to give yourself grace because these decisions don't come overnight and it takes a lot of work to get where you want it to be. And we have to work two times, three times, sometimes even like five times as hard as the older people and as the men and, you know, the wealthy people to get where we want to go. So just have grace with yourself that you're not always going to make the best decision and be courageous in that decision making. I absolutely loved this advice. Take the chance, work hard, and give yourself grace. It's absolutely normal to be uncomfortable or nervous. But if you know that what you are saying or doing or pursuing is what's right, then you have to find that courage and keep going. Change isn't easy, and it doesn't come when we stay comfortable. The first step is taking the chance, and the second step is staying confident, because change comes when we're courageous in our decision-making. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Brittany Rodis on Instagram and Twitter at Rodis for PA and on Facebook at Rodis for PA 105. For more information or to support Brittany's campaign, check out her website, which is linked in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at be the change org or on Instagram at be the change podcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye guys.